Hey, what is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you guys for joining us back on the coolest podcast in the world. I'm your host, Cooper Hans, and you're listening to the Underground World Podcast. So as I'm recording this, it's actually April 1st, and uh, Yeet just dropped his deluxe album. Uh, it came out at midnight, and it had features like Lil Uzi that we've been waiting on. And if you guys don't know who Lancey Foe is, he also made the album. He's pretty big, um, like overseas. But he's also signed to Opium, which is Playboy Cardi's label. So it's definitely cool to see some of the features on this deluxe, but mainly the hype is there for Uzi. I think Yeet's just gonna try and continue to get more clout, so the Uzi play was definitely smart on his part. But yeah, I'll be talking about Geek Pack, which is the deluxe to Two Alive, which Yeet just dropped maybe a month ago. Um, I'll also be talking about the $13 million record deal that Yeet just signed, or apparently signed. Um, we'll get into that. And then finally, I'll probably just talk about the Will Smith and Chris Rock situation, even though it's not too related to rap. Uh, I just have some opinions on it and I feel like it's pretty big right now. So I feel like we should might as well cover it. So at first, I mean, I wish we could have like a whole listening party, but obviously that can't happen. So, um, I went through and just listened to the whole, um, deluxe album, uh, like two times, just ran it through and then ran it back again. Um, and honestly, I'm pretty impressed. Um, like I said, I definitely feel like this was just for the Uzi features. Um, I, I don't know. He got Lancey Fell on there too, which kind of changed my mind a little bit. Anyways, the whole deluxe is fire. Um, I feel like with this deluxe, it's going to really show us where or how much potential Yeet has. Um, if we didn't already see that with two alive, I think I already did, but there's a few people who probably still are doubting on Yeet, but, um, this with this new uh deluxe with uzi and lancy foe as well as just some more singles by yeet i think it's really showing his versatility and uh like i was saying this deluxe album pretty much just shows his versatility uh with these nine tracks that he dropped um as of right now he has like i think the most plays on one of the songs is big tonka featuring Lil uzi right now and that has 106 thousand views at the moment so for that to drop at midnight and it's only been what not even 10 hours for it to hit 100k just like that and a lot of the people in the world haven't even like streamed it that's pretty nutty in my opinion um i think this little deluxe i mean two alive did crazy um i'm seeing a million on multiple songs there's even four million almost five million on a few tracks on uh two alive which he dropped uh, I want to say that was that was not too long ago. I want to say it was like within a month. But uh, yeah, for Yeet to get like 4 million, 2 million, 1 million, I, even a million streams on one of these songs right now, and he's just now getting out of the underground rap scene, that's pretty fucking crazy. Um, definitely, definitely going to shock a lot of people in the future um, if they're still sleeping on him. But yeah, for this deluxe... You know, I think he's going to get millions on definitely these Uzi features. Um, I think he's definitely going to hit a million with the Lancey Foe. He's going to reach a different audience with that, which is definitely a good move by Yeet because uh, it's going to help him just, you know, reach more people, obviously, um, and reach more people in different um, places, different countries. But yeah, I expect it to get, I don't know, I expect all these songs to pretty much get 500k minimum. Um, I feel like that's like the lowest Yeet's gonna do now. 
um, now that he's getting pretty, pretty big. Uh, whenever he dropped to alive, I would have considered him still underground. Now, I would say he's not underground anymore. He's at the point where he's big enough to go mainstream, or at least big enough to get his audience to uh, get him these numbers that he deserves. But if you guys haven't heard already, definitely check out Geek Pack by Yeet. Um, you won't be disappointed. If you guys have heard Two Alive, it's a nice addition to Two Alive. Especially those of you who were waiting on the Uzi feature since Two Alive, or since he posted the snippet back in like, uh, I think it was December of 2021. Yeah, but for all of you guys who have not heard the album, definitely check it out. And for those of you who have been waiting on the Uzi songs, um, let me know what you guys think. Uh, is it as good as you guys thought it was going to be? Uh, should he have dropped like a different song with Uzi, maybe different beat? Um, I don't know. Let me know your guys' thoughts and opinions on this. Also, before I move on to the next topic, we're going to talk about the whole Drake situation with the, um, I just saw on his deluxe that he dropped New Turban, which I believe that was supposed to be the song he had with Drake. So like, as of right now, I'm recording this live and I'm realizing that he's probably never going to drop a song with Drake. And that whole rumor was just cap. So that's very unfortunate. Um, I was kind of iffy on it. I was thinking like, you know, he is very underground, at least whenever this snippet was going viral. Um, he was very underground. And uh, Drake is like one of the biggest rappers in the world. So I, I didn't really see how, or I didn't see why they would collab. So I was kind of confused on uh, the whole collab part. So when I saw that, I definitely didn't know how to feel about it because uh, it just kind of seemed unreal. But I mean, there were like clips and like videos and comments of people saying that Yeet actually did hang out with Drake, which is dope as fuck. I mean, that's a really cool opportunity for Yeet if that did happen. Um, just that alone is pretty cool for an underground rapper to meet one of the biggest rappers in the rap scene right now. Uh, that would definitely like motivate you or uh persuade you to do uh one thing or another but uh yeah dude it's kind of a letdown that drake and yeet don't have a song maybe they still will but yeah i definitely think new turban was the track that drake was actually like supposed to be on so i'm not really sure if he's gonna like drop it as a single as he did right now or like he did right now and then if he's gonna go on later and you know add drake as a feature add other rappers as a feature we've seen this with like plenty of songs like who wants smoke with me by nardo wick we've seen um 21 savage i think little dirk was on it if not it was definitely little baby but yeah we've definitely seen this in the past so i'm not really sure which direction they're gonna take with it but uh that's just my thoughts on uh the little drake feature um moving on to the next topic i'm gonna talk about Yeet's 13 million dollar record deal that he apparently signed so if you guys listen to the earlier episodes in this podcast you guys will know that i talked about yeet's small record deal with interscope which was for the album too alive it could have been for um could be for even like this deluxe edition i honestly don't know i don't know the like the whole background and all the information on it but i know that yeet signed like a i think it was a three million dollar record deal with interscope which is pretty big and so he dropped two alive which he'll definitely make a million on just from streams within a year 
but yeah, we've seen the record deal, or at least we've heard about the record deal with Interscope, and we know that had to do with Two Alive. The weird thing that I've commented on in the past episodes, or in my past episodes, is that Interscope didn't push his music at all. It was pretty much yeet. Um, he didn't make like the rap caviar on Spotify. Uh, he didn't make like anything like ad wise to push it. It was pretty much just Yeet pushing it. Um, it was pretty much Yeet just pushing his own shit organically. And so like, I'm not sure if this deluxe has to do with like um, Interscope still, or if they're gonna add this to the rap caviar now that it has Uzi, not really sure. But I'm here to talk about the 13 million record deal that Yeet apparently signed, uh, was it last night? So apparently one of Yeet's managers, friends, whoever it is, tweeted on Twitter that Yeet just signed a $13 million record deal. And, you know, that's pretty crazy. You're also thinking, oh, he just had a feature with Uzi, you know, yada, yada, yada. Everything's going in his way now. Is it that absurd? You know? We just heard that Trippy Red signed a $30 million deal, you know? What's like too absurd now? But Trippy, Trippy's had like mainstream hits, mainstream like tracks on the top 100. Yeet's, I think Yeet just got his first track on it this year, and that was like a month ago on the top 100. So for Yeet to get a $13 million deal, I think that's pretty absurd. Trippy, not so much. Uh, 30 million is still fucking crazy, but not so much because um, Trippy has had that audience and, you know, that following. Yeet's just now getting there. And so for him to hit $13 million on a deal is pretty insane, in my opinion. I also don't know if, like, this was a good idea on his part um, as he just got that record deal from Interscope and now he's getting a $13 million deal. Um, I saw, like, memes of bands and just other people replying to that tweet that he got the deal that yeet was going to be performing um money twerk which is like one of his biggest songs and people were saying he was going to have to perform money twerk until he's 82 just for this record deal and just other like bizarre comments that were hilarious honestly i'm not sure what to think about this um i feel like he should have just, you know, he dropped two alive. He should have just pushed that, got his money back, whatever, got all his money from streams. And then I feel like he should have just pushed himself organically, maybe not signed a deal, maybe just got all that money coming in. Because now he's going to be limited to what he can actually do um, as far as like performing, as far as dropping music. You know, he has this whole deal that's gonna, that's gonna pretty much like handicap him from doing certain things that he wants to do. And we've seen this in the past with like plenty of artists talking about how their record deals are fucking them over or how they wish they didn't sign or how you shouldn't sign as a new up and coming artist. So there's plenty of like controversy on these topics. Um, and there's not really like a whole lot to be said unless you know exactly like the logistics of everything going on behind the scenes so um this could have been a good deal this could have not um i would just have to have more information and with that information i could probably come up with was this a good idea or was it not um but as of right now there's not enough information to uh gather that conclusion before we get into the next topic um with chris rock and the whole will smith situation uh, I want to talk about the whole Reddit post or the Reddit idea that I've had. 
Um, I definitely want to still work on this. I actually haven't yet been super busy with just a lot of things going on in my life. Um, I just wanted to give you guys a little update just to let you guys know it's still coming. Um, I still want to do it. I just actually haven't had the time yet. Um, but I definitely, I would definitely like to get, uh, Reddit incorporated in my future episodes, I guess. But yeah, I'd definitely love to get like you guys incorporated into my next episodes and like where you guys can ask me questions within this community and I can answer those questions on my next podcast or whenever, you know, I can answer you guys through that Reddit post or however uh, you guys would like me to interact with you. Um, But yeah, I definitely want that to still happen. I definitely am going to work on it. Um, I don't want to give you guys any like it's going to be on the fifth episode or sixth episode. I don't want to give you guys any type of uh, deadline, I guess, or due date because I'm not really sure when it's going to be done. Just uh, expect it in the future episodes, as I've been saying. Um, But yeah, let's move on to the final topic of today's episode, which is the whole Will Smith and Chris Rock situation that happened at the Oscars um, just a few days ago. So pretty much if you guys are living under a rock and haven't seen the whole Will Smith, Chris Rock situation. um, So Chris Rock was giving his comedian speech and pretty much like made a comment on um, Jada Smith's hair which is Will Smith's wife. And for those of you who don't know, Jada Smith has like some type of um, like illness where she like she's losing her hair. So like it was very, it was kind of a touchy subject for Chris Rock to hit, even though he didn't know about it. Anyways, Chris Rock was pretty much like, yo, Jada Smith, I love the look. Can't wait to see you on G.I. Jane 2. Which for those of you who don't know what G.I. Jane is, it's pretty much like a knockoff or a sploof of G.I. Joe. It's pretty much the most garbage movie you can ever watch. Um, definitely watch G.I. Joe over G.I. Jane, um, it's my opinion. But yeah, it's a, pretty much a sploof. It's very uh, mediocre. But G.I. Jane or Jane, the main uh, character within this movie, happens to be bald and she honestly looks like Jada Smith. So like, Chris Rock, props to you. Joke was spot on in my opinion. Um, the world's just getting soft. Anyways, after Chris Rock makes this joke, you can see Will Smith just laughing his ass off, um, having a great time, not thinking anything of it. Sadly, this whole laughter and happiness that the audience was feeling gets uh, taken away pretty quickly by uh, Miss Jada Smith. So my guess is Will Smith was just chilling, laughing like everyone else in the crowd. Probably got the little tap on his shoulder that meant, hey, it's go time. After Jada Smith gains full control of Will Smith, you can see Will Smith stand up out of his chair, out of the audience, walk on stage, and literally pimp slap Chris Rock. So as you guys can assume, this definitely caused a lot of controversy on Instagram, Twitter, any type of social media. This shit was blowing up. So yeah, this is definitely like the biggest thing the world has seen since like the 1969 moon landing. Anyways, this ended up shocking Chris Rock, ended up shocking everyone at the Oscars. Like I said, it broke the internet. Of course, afterwards, I think Will Smith apologized to Chris Rock as he should have. I think Chris Rock probably apologized too. Um, I honestly think Will Smith is a king still. Um, I don't think he should have stooped that low for Jada Smith, especially after everything she's done to him. She's cheated on him. Um, They have like an open relationship, which is very weird considering Will Smith is... You know, he could get anyone in the world if he wanted, but uh, he's stuck with Miss Jada Pinkett Smith. I think now they all, like, apologized, you know, figured everything out. Um, 
talked it out, whatever. Uh, but I think Will Smith is getting slapped on the wrist by like a $200 million uh, fine of some sort. I'll definitely have to look into that more um, and figure out exactly what it's for. But yeah, that's pretty much the end of this podcast. But yeah, that pretty much wraps up today's podcast. I hope each and every one of you guys enjoyed today's show and found something. Um, and I hope everyone found like something that they were entertained by in today's show or some just information that you guys wanted to gain that you guys gained. But thanks once again for tuning into the Underground World Podcast. I'm your host, Cooper Hans, signing out. Peace.